You know me, I'm all about simplifying and outsourcing whenever I can. If I can get something delivered to the house, instead of taking time away from my family and work, I'm gonna do it. And that's why I love well.ca. It helps me stay organized, helps me stay on top of things, make sure I have my essentials on hand. It just makes things simple. And as a busy household, this is key. Well.ca delivers wellness on your terms. They believe that you should never have to compromise on health, wellness, baby, and beauty products that you choose for yourself and your loved ones. Well.ca offers a broad selection of carefully curated, peer-reviewed products, all available online, delivered right to your door. With over 40,000 products in Canada's largest assortment of green and natural brands, plus all of your familiar favorites, they make it easy to make choices that you can trust. Seriously, it's an easy to shop website with a wide range of products and super fast shipping. Free on orders over $49. They're all about making the lives of busy Canadians a little bit easier. Can I get an amen? Personally, well.ca is where I get my Four Sigmatic Mushroom Coffee, protein, protein bars, cleaners, the kids' favorite hydration drinks, the list goes on. You can visit well.ca for all things health, wellness, baby, and beauty, and use the code JAMIE10 for $10 off your first order. Again, that's www.well.ca, W-E-L-L.ca, and use the code JAMIE10 for $10 off your first order. Hey there, it's Jamie Scrimger here, and you're listening to the Kick-Ass Stepmom Podcast. I'm a wife, a mom, a stepmom, a coach, a conversation opener, and a BS caller. Eight years ago, I found myself sitting on the bathroom floor, bawling my eyes out, wondering what the heck I was thinking, marrying a man with three kids and an ex-wife. Look, don't get me wrong, I was madly in love, the kids were great, but being a stepmom is, well, it's just complicated. If you know, you know. As a 26-year-old with zero experience in the parenting department, I went to the internet for support. But I was disappointed with what I found. So I decided to create the type of support I was looking for. Raw, real, solution-focused conversations about all things motherhood, stepmotherhood, and living a kick-ass life. Life can be hard, really freaking hard. But it's entirely possible to thrive amongst the tough stuff. Each week, I will bring you tips and strategies and mindset shifts to inspire you to live your own version of a kick-ass life. We're bringing you along as I create my own. Let's do this. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Kick-Ass Stepmom Podcast. Guys, I cannot believe this episode is happening. I'm going to be straight up. I never, ever thought that I would be able to do an episode like this. My stepson is on the show, and he is answering questions submitted on Instagram by you guys, and it's a good one. Now I am going to give you a heads up. We had some audio issues. So for a few seconds there, it gets a little hairy, but it comes back. So just hang tight throughout the rough spot. It is worth the conversation. It really does mean so much to me that he took time to sit down and was open to talking with me about all of the things. It's been no secret that our relationship hasn't always been easy. And, you know, before the episode, I just made sure that he knew that he wouldn't hurt my feelings and he could be totally honest about his experience. I was like, look, I know you didn't like me for a long time and uh, that's totally okay. Like, let's talk about it. I am really grateful for the hard spots in our relationship because I do think that Ethan has taught me more about parenting and myself and my own insecurities and my desire for control than anyone else in my life. Through our struggles, both Darren and I have grown as parents and You know, his willingness to challenge us has helped us be better parents 
for him and for the other kids. It is all about checking your ego. Anyway, I'm excited to share this episode with you. Let's dive in and hear what Ethan has to say. All right, so we're doing this. Are you good? Yeah. All right, so welcome, Ethan, to the podcast. I got to say, I never thought you would ever be on this. Super grateful and excited. I think you just want to beat Maddie's downloads. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you're just tuning in, guys, I did a podcast with my stepdaughter, Maddie, I'm going to say a few weeks back, and Ethan wants to crush her numbers. So So basically, just what we're going to do today is plow through some of the questions that you guys submitted on Instagram. You guys love submitting questions for my stepkids. It's like, I never get more questions than when I ask questions for you guys. So let's dive in. Just a little heads up though. I have told Ethan, like, be honest, you're not going to hurt my feelings. Like we're all about just saying it like it is here. Cause this isn't always an easy situation. So you good? Mm-hmm. Not going to hurt yeah. my feelings. Yeah. Well, don't, don't be nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So well, we're starting off right into it. How has your relationship evolved with Jamie? Um, well, we used to not like each other. No, I liked you at the start. Oh, Jamie liked me at the start. I did. Remember when I, you were like eight, you were like so yeah, cute. You'd you came, lay up in the bed came. with me and we would look at like old Kenya pictures and stuff. And you came with Bentley, your old dog. Yeah. With the big wiener. Yeah. That was, that's <laughs> what you guys said. Yeah. That's why you guys liked me. Cause I came with the dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we got rid of the dog and then. Then you started hating me. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. Kind of around the same time, though. So that was when you were around, I would say 10 was when things got a little hairy. Yeah. Like, I wanted you guys to break up. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. Yeah. I wanted you guys to break up. So then I realized, like, you guys were going to stay together. So then maybe I stopped being so stubborn. <laughs> yeah. I will say, as a kid, you were more challenging than your brother and sister, but not in a bad way. Like your dad and I talk about this all the time. Like we've learned so many lessons like that have made us better parents from what you've taught us. Mm -hmm. You and I can still kind of get into it, but I think we've got to the point where it's like, you know, I'm here for you. Yeah. Remember the conversation? I was like, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Just so you know, you don't have to like me, but we've got to figure out a way to live together. And I think it just kind of evolved from there. Yeah. Why didn't you like me though? Um... I didn't like how, like, every time we fought or something, you'd just go to go to my dad. Yeah. And, like, you'd race out to the truck to tell him, and I didn't like that. And are we allowed to swear on this podcast? If you want. I just kind of thought you were a bit of a bitch. Yeah, I know <laughs> you did. At the very beginning, like, I was. Like, I struggled. And I think that's okay. You used to think I was a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> we can we can definitely, we, we both wear our heart on our sleeves, so I think we can definitely have words, but I'd say our relationship has definitely evolved and here you are on the podcast yeah yeah okay so do you see jamie as true family at this point yes i do yes you do do you wish that your mom and dad stayed together yes Mm -hmm. but i could not see them together now me neither no we were talking about this before we started recording and i was saying you know my parents have been divorced since i was in the second grade And I'm going to be 37, which is so weird to say, but I still wish they were together because it's quite inconvenient. I wish I had a childhood where both my parents were together. Like there's no awkwardness at like extracurriculars or like everything is just, I think, a little more complicated when you have divorced parents. It's like everything has an extra step, like even a play date. It's like, who are you with this weekend? Your mom or your dad? Like everything is just more complicated. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't think that stepmoms should take offense to their stepkids wishing that their parents were still together. Cause I do think that's, I think that's natural. Like, I don't think that has anything to do with me. Well, maybe it did when you didn't like me, but yeah, but not anymore. Yeah. Did you ever struggle having two homes? Is it hard going back and forth? Very hard. At the moment I've stopped going to my mom's. Like I turned, I turned 18 and I was out of school and I was just kind of sick of, sick of all the back and forth and packing my bag every week. Mm-hmm. And so I just decided to come live here mm-hmm. full time. So how did you come to that decision? Like, was that hard? Were you worried that like you would upset someone or? Yeah. At, at the time, me and my mom were like fighting a bit about like just dumb stuff and I was just getting sick of it. And like at, at first she did take it hard and like, I don't know, we just didn't talk for a bit and now, now we're back to talking and mm-hmm. I think that's now good. I just stay here. And sometimes space is nice too, right? And as a mom, I would be so offended if Reese didn't want to live with me, but I think it's like one of those things to not take personally, right? And it's about you and just wanting yeah, like that stability. it was stability. way better for me too because like this house is closer to where I work mm-hmm. and I already have to get up early mornings and drive far. Yeah. I get a lot of questions from parents or step-parents who are struggling because one of the kids maybe wants to stay at their mom's more, stay, you know, at their dad's more. And I think it's important to not take it personally and remember, like, you have a life outside of, like, your access schedule, which is, like, your custody schedule with your parents, right? Yeah. We would always say, like, they're people, not timeshares, right? Like, when we would say, oh, it's my time or it's my time with the kids, it's like, no, it's actually their time because they're actually a human being and, like, what's best for them, right? Like, what's the best way to help them thrive? But I do like that you you are open about it and say, like, it's not personal. It's just... It can be a lot. Yeah, like even even sometimes uh, I would just, like the trans, transfer day, is that what you yeah, call it? Yeah, transition day. Transition day would come and I'd just like text one of you guys and say, I'll just come like next week. Like I'm just, I just don't want to move or anything. Yeah. Even, I, even when I was at my mom's, like I'd, I'd say that to you guys and then you guys would be like, okay. And like, yeah. I think we've always been pretty good at, about it, right? Like not making it a big deal if you guys want to stay, you know, if you want to stay in town with your friends or if you want to just kind of do your thing. I think now that, like, since you guys have been teenagers, I would say that's when things got pretty flexible. Yeah. Okay, so what is something that you really like about how your dad and Jamie treat you as a team or how we parent, I guess, is probably the answer. Uh, How you guys parent. I like how you guys think differently and – my dad sometimes will get really mad at me and then Jamie will just come calm him down and then we can actually talk and not get yelled at. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just stuff like that. Yeah. I think like your dad and I, there's things that I think are a really big deal and your dad does not think is a big deal. And then like there's things that he thinks is a really big deal and I think is ridiculous. Right. And so we have this balance where we can balance each other out but it also causes conflict between us right because there's times i'm like how did you let the kids do that like are you kidding me right now and then there's times when he would say the same to me i remember when zach i don't zach was young and i i just became a stepmom right like was late 20s now like had no experience with kids and like what kids could and couldn't do and my dad was like very lax like i lived with him when my parents were divorced and your dad came home from work and he's like oh where's zach and i was like oh he's at the park he's like He's at the park. How do you get to the park? I said, 
I don't know, his bike? You let him bike to the park by himself? He's way too young for that. And your dad <laughs> was like losing it on me. Or like when he would say, can you take the kids to the bus today? And in my mind, like you could just walk down the driveway to the bus. Like I didn't understand why you needed yeah. someone to go. I'm like, yeah, sure. And then I'd be like, okay, kids, just like walk yourself to the bus. But <laughs> we definitely have different opinions on what's a big deal and what's not. What advice do you have for stepmoms to make it easier on the kids? Like, especially if they're struggling. Um, definitely space if they need it or if they want it. And they're probably not going to ask you for it, but like. You can tell. So, yeah. You can t- definitely get that vibe from them. Um, I think like doing, doing nice things for them would go a long way. Mm-hmm. Do you like when I do nice things? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And it's like the little ways to show them that you care. Right. And I do think reading the room, like if your stepkids are not like digging you at that time, like you can tell, like there's, there's a vibe there. Kind of like take a step back and give some space and focus on that relationship before like diving into the parenting. Yeah. Sometimes I did that really well and sometimes I did not, but (laughs) you live, you learn. What is something you wish your dad and Jamie did differently? Um, not gonna hurt my feelings (laughs) Uh, i'm not i'm not too sure so we're just like perfect parents well obviously you guys have some kinks (laughs) (laughs) do you think our rules are reasonable some of them what do you think is unreasonable uh like i swear we used to have like early bedtimes and stuff that i just didn't like yeah and it's because like, I'm had, like we early to gym, bed. Yeah, and like I think it was more you. Like we had we had like screen time and like yeah things like that. Yeah, maybe that was just me as a kid, but I don't. I don't like well, that. just a spoiler alert: a lot of parents do have screen time limits. But in my defense, like going, I was like 26 years old and had no experience parenting. And I used to work for Children's Aid, so I was like parenting from the book, like the way you should yeah. do it. And I had like I would say at the beginning, I had no flexibility. Your dad said I was, like, living with a drill sergeant. Like, I was, like, rules, expectations. Yeah, like, I remember coming coming home from school one time, and I was asking my friends their bedtime. And then they were staying up way later than me. And Yeah. And I was like, what? Now I just go to bed before everyone. But I also, like, as a person, like to go to bed at, like, 8 o'clock, 7.30, 8 o'clock. So we have different ideas. But, yeah, totally. And I do think... I was super strict at the very beginning and that's probably where, and I had different rules than your parents. I was trying to like change things and that's probably why you didn't really like me. (laughs) I'm going to interrupt this episode really quickly to give you the inside scoop on brands and resources that I'm loving who also help support the show. In the summer, we are on the go a lot. And whenever we come home, I always tell my husband how excited I am to get back and sleep in our bed. Now that it's fall and we're home more and back in routine, I am so excited to be able to sleep in my bed every night. The reason? The sheets. My bamboo sheets and duvet cover from Cozy Earth are heaven on earth. So soft, so comfortable, and even Oprah has described this bedding as the softest ever. Here's the lowdown. I get hot at night and regularly get the night sweats. These sheets are temperature regulating, which has made such a difference for me. Certified free of harmful chemicals, easy to wash, won't pill, and have a 10-year warranty. I cannot recommend these bamboo sheets enough. Of course, I have a code for you, CozyJamie40 for 40% off the entire site. 
Investing in good sheets makes such a difference in your sleep. When you go to good sleep, you show up as a better version of yourself in the morning. You're refreshed, energized, focused, and you look better. Good sleep is the foundation for my self-care. You deserve it and the people in your life deserve it. Cozy Jamie 40 for 40% off the entire site. And if you're looking for sleepwear or loungewear, I also highly recommend the bamboo jogger set. The quality and comfort is uncomparable. Cozy Jamie 40 for 40% off the entire site. Go to jamiescrimshire.com forward slash cozy earth. If you're looking for strategies to help you manage stress, this is for you. I want to be calm. I want to feel grounded, centered, productive, focused, anxiety-free, and I want good sleep. We all do, right? Newcom helps me do all of that. Newcom is an all-natural stress relief technology that is powerful neuroscience that you can tap into whenever you need it. Clinically proven to naturally relax the brain and body within minutes without drugs. It helps to neutralize stress, helps you feel centered and grounded and in control of emotions, restore your sleep, elevate performance, boost energy, and change your state of mind on demand. Here's how it works. Place a Nucom biosignal processing disc on your left wrist. Open the Nucom mobile app and choose a patented neuroacoustic journey. Start your journey and feel the stress melt away in minutes. For more than 20 years, the company has been helping people regain control of their lives by helping them manage stress. From elite military operators, to cancer patients, to professional athletes, to first responders, to veterans, to pilots, to moms, dads, kids, parents, and friends. In less than 20 seconds, you can put Nucom on and ease your mind and body into the healing zone, rapidly switching off stress and transitioning your body to deep relaxation and recovery within minutes. It's all about restoring your mind and your body. Personally, I put Nucom on during the workday when I've hit that afternoon slump or I'm feeling triggered and before bed to prime myself for a solid night's sleep. Nucom used to be a $6,000 class three medical device. Now it's easier to use and much more affordable through a subscription. For as little as $137 per day, you can take control of stress and poor sleep and own the day. Nucom has become one of my favorite rituals and is a go-to form of self-care. Learn more and get all the details at www.nucom.com. That's N-U-C-A-L-M.com and use the code JAMIE10OFF for 10% off. What is the most impactful way Jamie has loved you as you've grown into an adult? As growing into an adult, uh, Jamie helps me out with a lot of stuff, actually. Oh. Yeah, she came in and tidied up my room one day. That helped me out a lot. It was disgusting. Yeah. And I, ha- I was having a bad week that week, which really... Was a bad week. Yeah, it was a really bad week. And so that really helped me out. It's the little things. Like, I think sometimes, like, it's like you're saying, like, acts of service, like... Making yeah, but you don't want to you don't want to do those acts of service too much because then they'll just get used to it and then take advantage yeah, of you. Take it for granted. So, like little surprise acts of service. Yeah, surprise acts of service. Yeah, that's yeah. a good way to describe it. Well, you were saying that you like when I, I didn't even know that you cared that much that when I would just like make your lunch before, oh, just if like we had when, leftovers. Yeah, if we had leftovers, you just package it up and makes it really easy for me to just grab it and go. Mm-hmm. 
because I hate making my lunch. That's one thing I don't like. And you know what I hate? I hate when you're really loud in the morning making your lunch. So it also works better for me yeah. to just do it for you and so that you can grab it and go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a win-win. Okay, next question. How do you encourage a teenage boy to do things other than play video games without nagging? I was the nag, so. Yeah. I, well, there's obviously going to have to be a bit of nagging, but like su- suggesting other things, like maybe get them into sports or something. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you're busier, you don't play your video games as much. Mm-hmm. And I do think parents now need to be realistic. Like, I think a bit of your gaming is socializing too. Like yeah. you're talking to your friends. Like and- gaming. Gaming's good, good thing for kids. Yeah, well, we could Not have to an extent. Yeah, to an extent. Well, you're talking to your friends, and it was a way for you guys to socialize during, like, COVID and like that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's about finding the balance. I like when we'll say like, "What's no reasonable expectation?" Right? Like we would put it on you. Yeah. Remember when you would be like, you would sneak it and it'd be like three in the morning, and I'd wake up. And you'd and come down and just snap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I remember that sitting at our little desk we had set up for COVID. Yeah, it was like three in the freaking morning and I could hear you guys like, because you get louder and louder as you're like, kind of like talking getting to your friends it. and getting into the games. But I think my my advice there is like, it will pass. Like it really will. Like it is oh, yeah, often like, a phase. Right as soon as you're in like grade 12 and like going out of school, you, you stop if you're like not like super, super into it. Yeah, I would say just try to find the balance. But if you feel like that's something you're constantly nagging about, chances are you're going to be nagging about it for a while. But just know that everything is a phase and 10 years from now, it'll just be a story. The one time you, you came up to me and you you go, how many hours do you think you play you play a week? And then I just said like that number and then you like added it up. And then you're like, so if you had a job, you could have this much money instead of playing video games. It was like $20,000, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> yeah, that is a really good strategy for kids to like see the sake of time, right? Because it's really easy. Frig, like I can spend a lot of time on screens, right? Like I can't, I'm not one to judge anyone, but when you look at how much time you can spend even like scrolling TikTok or like gaming, it's like, well, like what could I have done? Like I could have like learned a language or <laughs> like gotten a job. Learned a guitar. I just got a guitar. Yeah, which is so cool. But yeah, no, I felt like that was a good one. I think that was an eye-opener. Yeah. How do you think parents can support teenagers in making choices about their future, school, and career? Supporting it? Well, obviously, tell them your opinion on what you think they should do. But if they're, like, totally not adamant about, like, going to university or something, maybe maybe be a bit more easygoing. But, like, you don't want them to just be bums and not do anything. You want them to have something that they can fall back on. Mm-hmm. I would say that's where your dad and I really struggled. And you taught us so much about parenting. Like, you know, you definitely made it easier for Zach because... Mm-hmm. Um, well, know, I made everything easier for Zach. That's everything. very true. Maddie never broke any rules for me. You were kind of screwed over by Maddie because Maddie is just never really gets in trouble. She doesn't really do anything. And you're just a regular teenager. But because she had kind of like never done anything, anything that you did that was age appropriate, I think we thought was a bigger deal than it was. Yeah. Because like, I remember just like waiting for Maddie. I'm like, give me some attitude or like, you know, are you going to skip school or like, you going to do anything? Like she really just kind of like, yeah. Yeah. And she talks, she talked about that on the podcast, how she like likes to please people. She wants to make sure she doesn't hurt anyone's feelings and (laughs) that kind of thing. So, yeah. But I do think with you where we learned is we weren't listening to you. Like you didn't want to go to university and it just 
did not occur to us why you would not want to go to university, right? Like we just thought it was mm -hmm. a given. Well, you guys both went to university. You guys both we loved grew, it. Grew up well, yeah. Like I'm, I was always wondering if I was going to miss out on that, like the school experience mm -hmm. and stuff. But like I'm still going to school for my apprenticeship and like friends down at school that you can go down for a weekend and have a time with. And yeah. And you're not spending all those hours in and that's not yeah. your thing, right? School. You don't like sitting in a classroom. No, but like, I'm still smart and like I can be smart in different ways and sitting in a room. 100%. But we weren't hearing you is what I was saying. Like you, we were just like preaching at you about like what the right thing for you was instead of listening to why you want to do something and like hearing you out on it. I think like when we got to the point, I remember we were standing in the kitchen and I was like, okay, like what's your plan? Actually just say the plan. Like let's hear him out. And you had like this full blown plan. And I was just like, like, what are we doing? You know, like mm -hmm. this is what he wants to do. Like, you're, you don't want your kids to end up resenting you. Right. Cause you, they're living a life that you think they should be living versus what they want to do. Oh, did you always like Jamie? No. No. When was the, when did you start liking me again? Last probably week? Probably. Did you say last week? <laughs> I'm just joking. I don't know. Probably like right after COVID. I don't yeah. know. I think we've gotten good in the last like couple of years, like as you've yeah. gotten older. And I think like I've grown a lot and like picking my battles and mm -hmm. I did. Like, did you notice I took a step back at one point and just kind of let your dad take the lead on everything? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't really, but like thinking back on it, yeah, I can kind of see. Yeah. Cause I was just like, this isn't working. Right. And it's not nice to have a house that feels ten like there's tension yeah, in it. Like sometimes when we fight and then I just go into my room, it's like, it's like, I don't even want to go out of my room. Yeah. And that's not that. nice. That's like a, not a nice feeling. And it's the same, like, I don't want to come down the kitchen and get a drink because like we're fighting. Right. And I don't think that's like a nice way for anyone to live. So I'm, I'm always like, okay, is it worth the vibe in the house? <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about Jamie having this platform for stepmoms? Uh, I think it's pretty cool. And I think other people think it's pretty cool too. I've, I've gotten, well, you've gotten compliments by some of my friends and that they, they wanted to have your job. The but I, I didn't, step I didn't, mom. yeah. <laughs> Buckle up. Well, just like the whole online and the following and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't realize for a bit, like what you're doing. I thought it was just a hobby. Mm -hmm. And then we had each other blocked on Instagram. Yeah. For, I don't know why I had you blocked. Yeah. Because you like, had me I rem blocked. I had her blocked and then she must have got mad I blocked her and then blocked me. But can something. I block you if you've blocked me? I think you can still search up their profile. Can you? Yeah. I don't know, but I did. Because you were like, you have me blocked. I was like, I don't have you blocked. And then yeah, I looked I remember, and I was like... Yeah, I totally do. Yeah, because I had to make a fake account to see your profile the one time when I saw it had a big following. And I was like, wow. Why did you want to make job. a fake profile to see what I was Well, because I couldn't see it on my regular one because you had to be blocked. And you're interested in what I was posting? Yeah. Yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah, we definitely just like had some like really rough times. But I like that we're being honest about this because I think it gives stepmoms hope and you can mend relationships, right? Like, Do you remember the bowl of cereal incident? I did not mean to put the milk on your bed. <laughs> it was still stuck on my bed when I came back from like. Well, I wasn't going to clean months. it up. <laughs> so here, here's what happened. It's COVID, and I am now sick of doing everyone's dishes. Right, like I'm now at my wit's end because kids are home all the time, and I don't know. I think 
I brought your bowl of cereal and put it on your bed. That's what I, I no, I think it was it was when I was wasn't waking up from my online school and I was sleeping in. And then I put your dishes on your bed. And I had a bowl of cereal sitting right there. And then I think you were just really mad and then you like not really threw it on my bed, but like just kinda set it there and it spilt. Yeah. And then yeah. Then you went to your mom's. And then I went to my mom's. Yeah, I could have handled that one definitely. But yeah, man, like I think like we really struggled during COVID. That was just a hard time for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Okay. How do you, did you ever feel guilty or how do you deal with the guilt of liking your stepmom without betraying your mom? We kind of talked about that. You guys never yeah. felt that. No, I, I never felt that at all. Yeah. Like, like I, I, we were just young. Like we were too young to even think that far into it. Yeah. At the start, I didn't really like you anyway, so... Yeah. You just didn't like me for your own reasons. It had nothing to do with your mom. Yeah. Or did it have any, like, do you think you felt, no? no? You Because mom never really, like, said, any, said anything to make me not like you or nothing. Mm-hmm. It was just, I didn't. You just made your own decision about me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is the best way for a stepmom to connect with her stepson? I don't know. I You know what? We actually probably connected the most is when you, like, drive me to hockey or something then mm-hmm. we'd have time to chat and just mm-hmm. like stuff like that yeah and you're also saying we were talking about like the tiktoks when we did the first oh yeah episode like sending just random tiktoks or like that you can relate to or something mm-hmm. it's just funny things and you don't even need a response i think sometimes parents get really like wound up because they're like oh my stepson doesn't respond to my texts or you know they're not really they're only writing back in like one word sentences but that's like very typical. That's kind of how you guys yeah. are now in your generation, right? Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like everyone does it to everyone. It's not just you guys. Yeah. And then you just, I think stepmoms, we get really sensitive. Yeah. You guys overthink stuff. Do you think we do? Yeah. Do you think? Probably. Do you think I, would I overthink if I was it? in your spot. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Why do you think it would be hard to be a stepmom? Well, they're not your kids. Yeah. First off, that's a big one. Yeah, it is a big one. It's just like finding your place, right? Like finding your place in a yeah. family that was like, you're like coming in in the middle of the story. What did or does Jamie do to make you feel loved without saying it? We kind of covered that. Yeah. Lunches. Lunches. I'm doing your room right now. Mm-hmm. You're going to keep it so clean and organized. It's going to be this fresh start. Yep. Aren't you pumped for that organization? Yeah, I'm super excited actually. Yeah. And I'm going to hang up all my sweaters on hooks and everything. It's going to look so good. It's going to be like straight out of Pinterest. Mm-hmm. How should a stepmom handle messy kids and chores? Let them, let them be. They're going to grow out of it eventually. Are we just supposed to sit with all the granola wrappers everywhere? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know, maybe I felt like my dad used to call me lazy when I wouldn't bring my wrappers to the garbage. Because it was. That, it, yeah, which it is, but. It just enticed me to do it more. And then, I don't know, I've always, actually, I haven't always been a clean freak, but lately I've been pretty clean and like a bit of a clean freak. And Yeah. I think like what's really worked for you guys is sometimes if it, if your rooms get too messy or if like it's overwhelming, like I go in and do like sometimes like a deep clean just yeah. to like give you like a clean slate. And it's all, it's also harder for the kids when they have to clean two rooms mm-hmm. every, every week. That would get annoying. Mm-hmm. And then like bringing your stuff back and forth. Like you used to have the bags full of clothes that you would bring yeah. back and forth. And like sometimes I wouldn't even empty my bag. You would never empty your bag. 
Yeah. And I that just, always drove me nuts. Bag. That drove me nuts, but also like packing and unpacking, packing and unpacking. And we did talk about this before, you know, having stuff at one house versus the other, like that works until it doesn't. Cause like you want your favorite pair of pants, you want your favorite sweater. Right. And it's hard for kids when it's like, Oh, you can't take this to your mom's. Actually, that's a really good. Do you remember when we were like, our role was like what we buy here has to stay here. Yeah. And do you remember how you challenged us on that? We had like that family meeting at the Island and you were like, but you gave it to us. Like, it's our stuff. Like, oh. why can't we? <laughs> yeah. Which was so true. And you came up with, like, a valid point as to, like, why you should be able to take your stuff. So you really did teach us to, like, listen to you. Yeah. Okay. Last question. Are the rules consistent between houses? Yeah. Yeah, to a point. Mm-hmm. There's always, like, a different vibe, I think, too. Right? Yeah. What was hardest other than, like, feeling like you wanted to, like, pack? You didn't want to pack and, like, be transitioning all the time about having two homes? I don't know. It, it wasn't like I'd, like, so it, it all started when I was, like, working all the time. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I'd just get home from a long day. And then my mom would, for example, my mom would ask me to do something. And, like, I was just super tired. And it's not like I didn't, I don't help out at all. But I just didn't want to do it that day. And then, like, you'd get into a fight and hmm Yeah, it's hard, right? Like different rules and expectations and schedules and, and all the things. But anyway, thank you for doing this. Even you, you get is, it, you, is this the end of it? This is the end of it, unless you oh. have any big take homes for the stepmoms that they should know. Just go with your gut. Go, go with, with your, your gut. gut. Go with your yeah. gut, the vibe of the home, and don't be a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Take a pill once or twice. <laughs> Take a bill. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Eth. No problem. That's it for this one. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't already, and if the podcast has been resonating with you, I would be forever grateful if you would head on over to iTunes and give the show a rating and a review. And if you know someone who would benefit from listening to this episode, be sure to send it their way. Now, if you are craving more, head to my website, jamiescrimger.com. There are lots of blog posts and podcast episodes and resources available for you over there. And if you really want to dive in, I do take on a limited number of coaching clients every month. So you can book one call or work with me for three months. Either way, we will create an individualized plan for your unique stepfamily situation. Remember, sitting around biatching about how hard being a stepmom is won't make being a stepmom any easier. If you want change in your life, it has to start with you. Chat with you next week.